Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So can you imagine D-Day 79 years ago? My grandfather was there, a legend, the greatest man I ever met, Frank Bongino. Uh, he was on Utah Beach, which wasn't as active as Normandy Beach. But can you imagine what Normandy must have been like? 18, 19, young 20-year-olds? Pontoon boats, gates dropping, German machine gun nests, mowing down a couple of people in front of you. Some of them didn't even get to the beach. A lot of them drowned in the water. All that equipment let out too soon. People being blown apart next to you. I mean, imagine being part of the greatest generation that not figuratively, but literally saved humankind. The world would be a different place if that invasion went south. D-Day, 79 years ago today. Download what you can from people older than you. There's the lesson. You know someone who was there, that person's a treasure. That's a human library. Take every opportunity to talk to that man or woman about what happened that day because that you want to learn something, you can throw out every history class you took and talk to that person for an hour, two hours, you'll learn more. Download what they've got. Don't let it go away. Got a lot to talk about. Big data, including one of the most shocking, if true, Shocking allegations I've ever heard from a congressperson about the FBI. That's saying a lot. I, I think you know what I mean. Shocking allegation. Big show today. A lot going on. Today's show brought to you by iTargetPro.com. Offer code Dan. For years, you heard me talk about iTarget. If you have one, it's about to, we're about to take you to the next level. If not, this new product is something you got to get. You ever seen these competitive shooters? They practice timing drills on the range. Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. One of the finest firearms training tools out there. Everybody in my family uses it. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN when you go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T. Itarget comes in most calibers, 9mm, two two three, so you can train with almost any firearm. This is the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. Pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter I, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Can't vouch for this strongly enough. itargetpro.com. Offer a code, Dan. Thanks, itarget. Joseph, let's go. It is showtime, Daniel. Yes, sir. It is showtime. Did we lose? I didn't hear a bell. You didn't? I. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, thank you. There totally you Guy's fault. Now Listen it's in the chat. Time. Sorry, that was on Guy, not on Joe. Okay. So if you're going to tear him up, should we? All right, in the chat, <laughs> should we fire Guy? Why for yes and for no? Damn, type Guy. away. Damn it. Guy. Justin, you monitor it. Please keep track. If not, he's out today and you're taking <laughs> over. Sorry. I kid. We love Guy. He's the best. We have a lot of fun here. Guy, sir. So. Um, it is, 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 is it, no, no, wow, a lot of no's, holy Moses, there, the chat is on fire, man, I've never seen the chat move like, I can't even read it, no, everybody wants Key. man, look at that, Key is giving you the thumbs up, he's a little camera shy, I assure you, he's actually there, he appreciates your confidence in him, so, big show today, uh, luckily we're here in a capitalist free country where we can choose to fire Guy or not because of legendary heroes before us. <laughs> Folks, it's so true, man. I mean, we are the greatest generation gifted us this country. I mean, can you imagine what it must have been like, right? 18 to 20-year-olds on D-Day storming those beaches knowing not only there was like a small chance, but a really good chance you were probably going to die, be shot, be wounded, or, and, and don't forget this, 
because this is a, this is the critical component that gets missed in all this. Even for those who survive, you are going to take home baggage and never be the same person again. Folks, just a quick story. My grandfather was there. He was on Utah Beach, which, again, wasn't as busy as Normandy Beach. My grandfather, though, fought in the Battle of the Bulge. My dad, too. My grandfather, they, Joe, they, I don't know about your granddad or grandfather, but my, my, my yeah. grandfather never talked about it. No. Ever. You did not. He, if you mentioned it to him, he would be kind and polite about it, but he would change the subject immediately. He would always talk about the Yankees. Hey, that uh, Kevin Moss hit a few home runs last night. He would never talk about it. When Saving Private Ryan came out, people would ask him about it. He would politely change the subject. He named my dad, John, after his battle buddy that was killed. He never talked about it. One night I was graduating. Uh, it was a Secret Service training center, and I was doing my graduation from Secret Service school. And my grandfather came down, and because we didn't have a lot of money back then. We were in the Double Tree, which was expensive. The Secret Service put us up there. So my, no, we couldn't really afford an extra room. So we all stayed in one room. True story. And it was big and it was a rollout and everything. So my grandfather and my grandmother had stayed in the bed and there was another room in there. And in the middle of the night, my grandfather got up at like two o'clock and let out a scream. And the weirdest thing happened. No, my father, who was there too, didn't respond at all. He didn't respond at all. And I woke up the next day, I said, dad, what's up with that? He's like, oh yeah, grandpa does that once in a while. It's a, it's a World War II thing. He's like, just don't ask him about it. That's who these people were. Imagine the bravery. Thank you to all who served. Our freedom's your gift, man. Freedom ain't free. Anyone who thinks that is totally full of crap, okay? There's a price to it, and other people are paying it for us every day. You know, uh, they gave us this great country, this wonderful country, this constitutional republic that's supposed to be the model for everyone else on earth about what a representative democracy and republic looks like, and it's collapsing because we're turning into the third world that people fought and died to keep us distanced from. I got to tell you, I've never seen something like this, what happened with the FBI yesterday. I'm going to get to the tweet from Anna Paulina Luna, an excellent congresswoman from down here in Florida. She's a brawler. She put out a tweet yesterday, and just for a little background, it's about this FBI informant we've been talking about for a few days. It's a very simple story, is alleging that Joe Biden, the president of the United States, while he was vice president, the charge is three years old, took, uh, took the, 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 it happened though when he was vice president, took a $5 million bribe to influence policy decisions. Again, it's only the biggest scandal in American political history. Only the biggest. Don't worry, only the biggest one. So before I get to the tweet, James Comer, Republican congressman, is like, hey, FBI, you've got this down on paper, what this guy said, this 1023 form? We want the form. First, the FBI was like, well, we're not sure there's a form. Now they're like, well, the form is real and we'll turn it over. Now they're like, the form is real and we're not going to turn it over. And it gets worse. Here's Comer quickly yesterday saying that basically the FBI gave him the double barrel middle finger and told him to go pound sand. Check this out. As James Comer is now speaking at the Today, Capitol. Let's listen. FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and, frankly, lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. 
At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee. And we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. So now we know a couple things. We know the form is real. The informant is real. The form and the informant are real. We know that the FBI trusted the informant so much they paid him repeatedly and that he's provided credible information in other cases, cases which meets one of the two prongs that you need to present, present a, an informant's information to a court. He has to have been credible before. There it is. You just heard it right there. Folks, the FBI is hiding this guy. Why would they be hiding this guy? Again, you got to go silence of the lamb style. Clarice, no, Clarice, he covets. What does Buffalo Bill, what do they want? Why would they be hiding this guy? Why throw away your credibility and risk a contempt charge, which could get ugly for them, by the way. It's because there's precedent for this. I don't think anybody's going to wind up in jail, but you don't want a contempt charge as the FBI director. You just don't. Why would they be hiding this guy? The answer, folks, is because the information, I believe, is real. Now, this gets dropped yesterday. You want to talk about a bombshell. This pops, I see this, I'm like, is this real? No way. Anna Paulina Luna, congresswoman from Florida. She says, quote, in shock after leaving the GOP oversight meeting today. The FBI has an informant who brought forward info. Biden received a $5 million bribe from a foreign national while VP. The FBI stated they were afraid the informant would be killed, would be killed if unmasked. On Thursday, there'll be a hearing told the FBI director in contempt of Congress, no more corruption shall be tolerated. Well, I hope not. I, I'm not, I, you know, I, I, if I'm overselling this, you know, call me out in the chat, but maybe because of my prior line of work and having actually dealt with informants, do you have any idea how significant this tweet is? Oh. Now, I'll explain why, though, Joe. Yeah. I'll explain why. Cool. Not just for the obvious, like, oh, well, this informant could be killed, which is shocking in and of itself. Why would he be killed if they had nothing to, nothing to worry about? The FBI has and takes part in a protection program for witnesses. That is a success record, Joe, unparalleled. If you're in that program and follow the rules, the chances of you getting whacked are pretty low. I'm not going to talk about the deets. I'm just telling you it's real. And in a case like this, it would not be hard to activate. So if they have a program that's got a great success record and you're telling me that it's such a danger still that this guy, this guy, because we, we know it's a he now because of what they've used. They actually have pronouns. It's funny. They can figure out the difference between a man and a woman here, right? We know this man is such an existential threat to Biden that they don't even think they can keep him safe in a trusted program for witnesses. Whoa. Do you, do you have any idea what this guy must know? Folks, we have had people, again, without going into too many deets here, we have had people who have been witnesses against Al-Qaeda, AQAP, terror groups. We have had witnesses uh, against the mob who have had hundreds and, and or not thousands of people who had a target on their back who they've managed to keep alive. And you're telling me the FBI admitted in front of Congress, even though Congress funds that program, 
that this guy is such a danger to the regime that despite all of our efforts, he can still be killed? Do you understand what an admission that is? So it's either answer number one, that the FBI is admitting they're completely incompetent and that they can't keep this guy alive because he's such a threat. Or number two, if what Anna Paulina Luna is saying is accurate, that they're lying and making the whole thing up. Lying about the threat to his life. That they're lying about it just to keep this guy hidden. Now, I want you to just, again, because we do reason on this show. It's what separates this show from not all, but a few others. We do reason here. Either way, is only one of two answers. Either the FBI thinks this guy's such a threat, they can't keep him alive, and they're admitting it in front of the Congress that funds them because he's such a threat, or he's such a threat, the FBI is lying in front of Congress about a death threat to his life in order to keep him hidden. There's no option three, folks. If you Listen in the chat. If you have an option three, let me hear it. There's no option three. Either there is a legitimate threat to this guy's life because he'll take this regime down, and the FBI is so scared they're going to sacrifice their credibility in front of Congress and go, we can't do our jobs anymore and keep this guy alive. Well, the FBI is lying about the threat because this guy is such a threat. They're lying to Congress to keep him hidden. There's no option three. There's none. Folks. This is desperation time. I am not sure who this guy is. I have some thoughts on it. I don't get out ahead of my skis. But I'm telling you, this is the single greatest threat to the administration right now. If it weren't, the FBI would not be advertising their incompetence to do it. Folks, the FBI is a growing threat to the republic. May becoming an existential one. This is serious now. Now we're getting to the point now where they're not just spying on presidents, routinely interfering in elections, but pursuant to a legal that has a legislative purpose, congressional subpoena, the FBI has now gone completely rogue and said, we're not, oh, just, we're not just, not just, we're not going to honor the subpoena. You can kiss our asses. We're not going to honor the subpoena. We're also going to hide and squirrel away the informant so you never find out who he is. This is really, this is a new level of rogue. And why? Because the FBI has been run and is being run right now by straight partisans. They're not even pretending to swear allegiance to the Constitution anymore. They've given up any, any pretext here, anything. They're just outright saying it now. Here's a guy who used to run it, Jim Comey. He's asked the other day in an interview with Jen Psaki. Jim Comey, by the way, this guy was the former FBI director who's directly implicated in a scandal to spy on Joe Biden's opponent in 2020 and potentially in 2024. You think this guy would shut them and walk away? Nope. Here he is just advertising the FBI is a political action committee now. Check this out. You were a Republican most of your life, uh, but voted for and you may still consider yourself one, but voted for Biden in 2020, do you intend to vote for him again? Or is there anyone on the Republican side you might consider if it's not Trump? It has to be Joe Biden. And and I'm glad he's willing to serve. It has to be somebody committed to the rule of law, committed to the values of this country. And I'm not talking about policy. People can disagree about policy. There are things above those disagreements that all of us should think about the same way. The president must be someone who abides the law in our constitution. And there's no one else but Joe Biden. Folks, again, any any mask, 
any uh, any patina of credibility is gone. They don't care anymore. They don't care. I just gave you three examples. Give us the document, FBI. Eh. Produce who the informant is. Eh. Former director of the FBI. Who are you going to vote for? Biden. Eh. He doesn't even care. He doesn't say, listen, man, I'm going to keep that to myself. I was a director of the FBI. I'd like to hold on to my uh, credibility. with No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. They are hiding the most important witness to a, the biggest political crime in human history while their former directors on TV acting like an advocate, a volunteer for Biden. This is how few shits they give about this. They don't care. You think the FBI would reach out to this goon and go, hey, bro, time to sliver off. You're really killing us here. They love this. They love it. Here's another one. Here's, another. Here's Comey again. Here's Comey. Despite the fact that uh, Mike Flynn, Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, Don Trump, Don Trump Jr., Eric Trump, just about anyone with a Trump last name have all found themselves in the target line. I'm, 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 there's people I'm not even mentioning, I'm sure, have all found themselves either in jail for fake, made-up, phony crimes or targets of the government and the FBI. Here is this a-hole, Comey, again, suggesting that it's just nuts to suggest they're targeting conservatives. But, 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 I'm going to tell you why he's doing this in a minute. It's not just that he's a volunteer for Biden. There's something else going on. He needs Biden. It's nuts they're targeting conservatives. Listen to yourself. Gallup showed that in 2014, 62% of Republicans had a favorable view of the agency. Now it's 29%. What can be done to correct that? And what if it doesn't change? What happens? Well, it will change. The FBI will be fine in the long run. This fever around Donald Trump and the MAGA world will eventually break, but it's become somehow a nutty article of faith that the FBI is out to get Republicans. If you'd asked people 20 years ago whether that would someday be the accusation, they'd say that's nuts. It's nuts, but it will pass. This is the crazy part about what he just said. You guys hear that? If you ask people 20 years ago if the FBI was political and targeting conservatives, they'd say you were nuts. Well, what happened in the 20 years since? Is anyone putting two and two together? Jim Comey happened. Jim Comey happened. That's like asking a guy, hey, listen, you've been the center fielder for the Yankees for 20 years, and they've really sucked. They may, I mean, major leagues sucked for 20 years. Any explanation? And the guy goes, well, if you would have asked people 20 years ago, they would have said the Yankees were a really good team. And then something happened in center. Yeah, you happened. You. Because you suck. You happened. That's what happened. You happen. Why does Comey need Biden? Comey needs Biden, ladies and gentlemen, because they were accomplices. He put up this Washington Examiner. I'm going to get to this after a break, but I want you to just hold this in your head right here. Here it is, June 2020. Oh, Biden raised Logan Act in Oval, Oval, in Oval Office discussion about Flynn, Peter Stroke Notes show. Hold on. Now you see why Comey is a one-man political action committee for Joe Biden. He needs him. I'll explain more coming up after just a quick break for you here. Appreciate your patience. Companies want to be here to talk to you. MD hearing. As we get older, many of us unfortunately start to experience hearing loss. I'm getting out a little bit myself. That was the case for my father. Until I got him MD hearing aids. He loves them. He's not only hearing better, but he's interacting like his old self, especially out in crowds. These FDA registered rechargeable hearing aids cost about 90% less than the competition. Plus, they recently cut the price in half. 
can now get MD hearing aids for just $300 a pair with rechargeable batteries that last up to 30 hours. They're tiny. They fit in the ears so well, no one knows you're wearing them. MD Hearing has sold over a million hearing aids with a 45-day risk-free trial that you buy with confidence. While other prices are on the rise, MD Hearing is coming down. So if you want MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever, the Neo, go to mdhearing.com and use promo code PATRIOT. That's you. To get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, $100 value, just for listeners to this show. So head to mdhearing.com. Use our promo code PATRIOT and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. MDHearing.com, promo code PATRIOT. Great company. Appreciate MD Hearing. Folks, why does this article matter? Why is Jim Comey and why is the FBI now giving the double-barreled middle finger to America? Why are they doing it and giving up any kind of pretense whatsoever of being a law enforcement operation? Why? Because, folks, they know that this is it. They know they've crossed the Rubicon. Red lines have been crossed. They know they're all busted. They know probably nothing's going to happen to them legally, but they understand that the reputation of the FBI, if a Republican gets in the White House with a Republican Senate and a Republican Congress, the reputation and the funding, the funding, the funding of the FBI may be changed forever. And they are scared. Here's why Comey and Biden are married like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this Washington Examiner piece is so important. It was Joe Biden, according to Peter Stroke's notes. Peter Stroke was one of Jim Comey's deputies in the spying case on Trump. You know who he is. Stroke took notes. Those notes were uh, subpoenaed in various cases. And in one of Peter Stroke's notes, it says Biden, Logan Act. Remember the Logan Act? It's this ridiculous thing. You can't, uh, you know, act like a diplomat on behalf of the United States yeah. if you're not an official part. You know what I'm talking about. Never been successfully charged in the history of the United States. Right. Ever. Can't de- conduct diplomacy. Even the- it's nonsense. It's a nonsense. It's a free speech. It's not even constitutional. They couldn't find anything to nail Mike Flynn. Remember Jim Comey said, oh, we're not targeting conservatives. Well, Mike Flynn, Mike Flynn, oh, I wouldn't necessarily describe him as a conservative. But he was a Trump supporter. They wanted to take this guy down. It was Biden who raised the idea of the Logan Act in the Oval Office. And it was Jim Comey's FBI that ran with it. These two made up and fabricated a charge to take down a decorated U.S. general, Mike Flynn, an American hero and a patriot. They did everything they could to take this guy down. They have to cover for each other. That's why Jim Comey's out there right now advertising for Biden. Because he said, you heard the clip before, it can only be Biden. Yes, it can only be Biden to keep Jim Comey's name out of the headlines. That's the only reason. Folks, these guys are in real trouble, man. They are caught. It's not legal trouble because it's a protection racket. The DOJ will never charge them. Honestly, I'm not even sure the Trump DOJ, there's going to be enough time to charge all these people. I'm not. I hope they do. But I know they want the bad news out of the headlines because this is bad stuff. All right, I got a lot to get to today. Uh, Listen, uh, just moving on election 2024 because I think Trump's making a big mistake by not debating if he doesn't. There's a lot of dispute about this and we can't lose 2024 where you're going to see people like Jim Comey probably back in government, a grotesque human being, a stain, a wart on the ass of America. You'll see these people coming back. We've got to win in 2024. We have to win. I've been hearing a lot of talk. I was watching yesterday. I saw Dick Morris was on Newsmax, and he said that Trump shouldn't debate. There's no reason. He's up in the polls. 
ladies and gentlemen, I think that's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. Um, I don't, and let me just say, I, you know, I'm not just saying because it'd be great content and all this other stuff, you know, Rumble's going to host the debates, everything. I think it's a mistake because Trump's greatest skill has always been, you know, absent the shenanigans of 2020, right? He won 2016 convincingly. Folks, because he debated like 10 times. Every time he debated, he brought in more people who were like, hey, this guy's pretty good. Trump's poll numbers won up during the course of the campaign because he debated and people thought he was what I call him the apex predator. So I saw this. Who was the, uh, who put this together? Grant Taylor. This is really cool. Here's a, it's a little bit, it's about a minute 30 or so, but here's, here's what I mean. Remember these moments from the debate? If you remember these, you're going to say to yourself, yeah, Trump should be on the debate stage. Why give other candidates the opportunity to start creeping on you? He's going to win the debate anyway. Here, take a, take a look at this. This is a tough business oh, to yeah. run for oh, president. Oh, I know. You're a tough guy, Jeb. And, and we need to have a leader that is pre- real tough. You're never going to be president of the United States tough, by insulting yeah. your way to well, the presidency. Let's see. I'm at 42 and you're at three. So, Doesn't so matter. far, I'm doing better. Doesn't matter. So far, I'm doing better. You know, you started off over here, Jeb. You're moving over further and further. Pretty soon, you're going to be off the end. This guy's a new... Here's a guy... That buys a house for 179000 He sells it to a lobbyist who's probably here for 380000 and then legislation is passed. Well, you tell me about this guy. This is what we're going to have as president. Here's the guy that inherited. He's had the gall to go the after The World my Trade mother. Center came He's down during the brother's reign. He's had the gall to go after my Remember mother. Remember that. Hold on. Let me finish the gall to go after my mother. That's not keeping Look, I won safe. the lottery when I was born 63 years ago and looked up and I saw my mom. mom my mom is the strongest woman I know. She should this be running. not about my... Take 30 seconds. Well, let, let me just, you know, he wants to be a tough guy. A lot of times, you'll have, you'll have, and, and it doesn't work very well with How that. tough is it a to take a times, property from you, an elderly talk, woman? Let me talk. Quiet. How a tough is it? A lot of times, a lot of times, That's all of his donors and special interests out there. <laughs> so, that's what it is. That's what, and by the way, let me just tell you, we needed tickets, you can't get them. You know who has the tickets for the, I'm talking about to the television audience? Donors, special interests, the people that are putting up the money. So it is. The RNC told us we have all donors in the audience and the reason they're not loving me, the reason they're not, excuse me, the reason they're not loving me is I don't want their money. I'm going to do the right thing for the American public. I don't want their money. I don't need their money. Now, here's, you, you saw it yourself. You got these two over here, Guy and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> they're all laughing. Yeah. We've already seen this and they're laughing. Folks, this guy has a special gift for debating. And not be, oh, you know, listen, he gets facts wrong. Yeah, he does. But folks, I... I think you're losing the fact that politics is probably 65% performance, 30%, you know, policy, and another bit of intangibles in there, the je ne sais quoi, right? So you may say to yourself, so I saw a couple of people in the chat say, well, Dan, you know, why, why would he be on stage? He's up 30, 40 points in the polls. Because he's not debating to win the primary. Frankly, I think the primary, were, he's already there. I think it's already over. I've already said that there's just not enough in the other than Trump pool. There's just too many people and not enough water in the lake. I heard Newt say that this morning and he's right. That's not the point. He's not debating to win the primary. He's debating to win the general. 
You getting this? Folks, the people watching these debates, even though it's a GOP debate, a lot of these people are going to be persuadable Democrats. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, okay? You guys ready? I don't know if I should be saying it or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we do a lot of business with people in the minority community. A lot. A lot. Like a ton. I talk to a lot of people. A lot of people. Hispanic, Asian, black, a lot when it comes to business. You are going to be surprised how much support he's going to have in the black community. They've got nicknames for him. Yeah, some people have bad nicknames for him, obviously. But a lot of black voters don't want to say anything to their friends. But I'm telling you behind the scenes, I hear it all the time. Is it going to be a majority? No, not even close. Could Trump close in on 12 to 18, maybe even 20% of the black vote? Oh, yeah. Democrats have no chance at that point. People watch these debates. He's making a huge mistake. It is the biggest marketing opportunity for Trump. He's going to get in this election. There's not even a close second. Not even a close second. Biden's going to wind up bailing on these other debates. He may agree to one or two tops. This guy could have four or five opportunities to set the world on fire. All right, I made my point. I want to beat it over the, the head there. But all right, we got a lot more going on, including I gave this warning the other day. Someone clipped it, put it on social media, and the thing went nuclear. Did you see this key? It's all over. Dan Bongino warned you to get ready. Well, now I'm going to warn you again. Why? Because I'm not just throwing it out there. I'm warning you to get ready because something's happening right now, right in front of our faces. And you need to pay attention to it. Because if the goes down, you ever hear Cypress Hill? You better be ready. You better be ready when it goes down. You better be ready. And it's about to go down. Just read the signs. We'll bring the receipts coming up next. First, have yourself an Omaha Steaks first. Because they're good. And keep Justin from stealing them from my fridge because everybody loves Omaha Steaks. They go in my freezer, they just fleece them, Joe. It's a disgrace. Father's Day's right around the corner. Get dad what he really wants. Omaha Steaks. Perfectly aged, always tender, guaranteed delicious. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected packages. Head on over to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout and get 30% off your qualifying order. Packages can include, listen to this, fork, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, or other gourmet grillables like the air-chilled boneless chicken breast, burgers, jumbo franks, and many more of your favorites. Don't forget to save room for dessert. Most gift packages come with four delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry talking about it. Oh, this food is delicious. I was a customer way before they ran spots on this show. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino at checkout and get $30 off an unforgettable gift that's guaranteed to make Dad's Day. Because if there's one thing we know, it's Dad's one steak. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code Bongino at checkout. Grill it up for him too. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. So this one, Nuclear, the other day. I I see it all over Twitter. People clip this part of my show. Dan Bongino says to get ready. and, and But you know, it's interesting. Uh, the full context of the clip, I'm not mad people did it. I'm glad to get ready because I mean it. But the full context of the clip is left out. This is the context of it. This is what's worrying me right now. Folks, and, and granted, point stipulated to you. 
I may be a bit of a hypochondriac here because of my prior line of work. When you get paid to be a hypochondriac, right, and worry about the president being assassinated when, candidly, the chances of that are very small. Yeah, a lot of people want to kill the president, but very few people actually try. I mean, thank God, or else the Secret Service's job would be exponentially harder or are competent to do so. But you get paid to be a hypochondriac. So maybe this is just me unnecessarily worried, but I don't know about you. I'm the kind of guy that errs on the side of caution. Look at what's going on in China. Folks, we can't lose this election. We lose this election. You get another four years of Joe Biden. China, you know what China thinks of Joe Biden? Here, who's with China? Wait, hold on. Someone sent me this. It's like perfect time. Huh. Someone sent me this like little, uh, this laughing thing guy. Is this the laughing thing? Yeah. <laughs> Someone said like a little, this is like, this thing's like five years. I can't believe it still works. And it's got like must have nuclear power in there or something like that. That's what China thinks of Joe Biden. No, come on, Dan. They're scared of Joe Biden. Really? They are? Folks, China has Joe Biden on missile lock. You ever see Top Gun? You ever see Top Gun? Oh, they got us on missile lock. China's got this guy unlocked. They have no respect for him. Get ready today or you'll regret it tomorrow. Here's a Wall Street Journal piece I was going to cover yesterday, but we got sidetracked with other stuff. China's military provocations. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just the past two weeks. Pay attention to the signs. They are all around you. On May 26th, the Chinese fighter jet came within 400 yards of a U.S. recon plane flying in international airspace, airspace above the South China Sea. Forced the U.S. plane flying through its wake. Hmm. Sounds provocative. Why would they do that? Oh, you're not done. China's defense officials snubbed the request by Defense Secretary Austin for a bilateral meeting on the sidelines of the annual Singapore Security Conference this week. These meetings have become routine at the annual conference. And Mr. Austin criticized China's opposition to military communication that could reduce misunderstanding. Hmm, China flipped off our defense secretary after buzzing our plane. That seems a little strange, doesn't it? Here's another one. A Chinese naval ship this weekend came within 150 yards of a U.S. missile destroyer traversing the Taiwan Strait with a Canadian warship. The U.S. views such patrols as essential to maintaining the principle of freedom of navigation, but China claims the strait as its territorial waterway. Wow, that's a lot of action over the past year. It's two weeks. That's the last two weeks. What do you think they're doing this by mistake? Now, Joe, neither you nor I are fighter pilots, but I got to imagine, like, you see a Yukon, uh, a U.S. recon plane, yeah. you probably know it's in the sky. Like, oh, gosh, look, I just flew within 400 yards. What a mistake that was. How did that happen? Yeah. And then you're on the water and you're like, what is that big ship? Oh, look, it's a U.S. missile destroyer. Oh, let's cut in front of it. But you think this is go-karts? Oh, there's Defense Secretary Austin. Yeah, he wants to meet and talk about reducing ways for a misunderstanding and avoiding World War III. Ah, tell him to go F himself. Oh, okay. Nothing to worry about, folks. That, yeah, yeah, Joe, he's stealing my line. Remember, Joe? Joe, in some limited circles, we call that a what? A uh, clue. Guy chooses the word pattern instead. I'll stick with clue, but Guy's not <laughs> wrong. We'd call that a pattern. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the coup de grace of this whole thing. It appears the Chinese Communist Party, now this is on CNN, so I'll take it with a grain of salt, but the footage is authentic. The Chinese Communist Party appears to be prepping its people for something. Oh, really? Yeah, see, we don't get the Chinese Communist Party news here. But if you did, you would see that they're putting out every day information over their propaganda airwaves, trying to get their people to hate the United States. 
it's almost like they're prepping for people for war and trying not to mistake, make the mistake Putin made by not prepping the battlefield more to get his people more riled up for the Ukraine invasion. It's almost like the Chinese learned something from Ukraine and that they're preparing for war now. Now, do you see why I keep telling you to get your food, stock up on your water, make sure you've got some ammunition and some rounds? Worst day of your life, you need them. Best day of your life, you don't. Watch this report about Chinese propaganda, and you tell me what they're up to. On the streets, in the skies, and on the sea, rising rhetoric, and the U.S. warns real danger of military confrontation. A growing list of U.S.-China flare-ups, fueling fierce anti-American sentiment among the Chinese public. Chinese state media adding fuel to the fire, blasting the airwaves with outrage. Public perception of the U.S. plummeting. A recent Chinese poll reveals more than half of those surveyed have a very unfavorable or somewhat unfavorable impression of the U.S. The U.S. keeps picking on China, says this man in Beijing. It feels like the U.S. is bullying China. Another making his views clear. I don't like the U.S. All bad things in the world are caused by the U.S. Now, it's interesting on our end how you've got Admiral Kirby, spokesman for the White House, a man who's really disgraced himself at this point, covering up for Biden. But you've got Kirby saying the exact opposite. Oh, we're trying to take down the rhetoric and all this stuff because our people in the White House are soft. And they're laughing at the Biden administration, the Chinese Communist Party, because what's the Chinese Communist Party telling its people? You better hate those mother. And we're coming for them next. And it's catching on. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they want better trade relations? I'm just asking you in the audience, not you, because you're all smart. You're all a fan. You can see in the chat, you all have this thing figured out already. People are like, get a propane stove, too. It's absolutely right. Charcoal, be ready. Be ready. There's no, there's no logical reason not to be. Folks, I never thought Putin would invade Ukraine. It was a blind spot. I admit that. I'm, I, you know, when you're on the air all the time, you make big mistakes sometimes. It was a strategic miscalculation. I thought it's idiocy to do that. Why would he do that? And he did it anyway, because I thought I was trying to think like a, a tactical economic decision, a rational maximizer. That's not how these communists think. That's not how they think. They think hegemonically. They don't care. Get ready today. All right. Let's just quick on this one. Ladies and gentlemen, sadly, we're becoming more like China, not China becoming more like us. We thought China's entrance into the World Trade Organization was going to turn them into this massive libertarian capitalist empire. And what happened? It turned into the world's largest police state, and we morphed more into China. Censorship, the police state, the FBI, the show's put together this way for a reason. The most important legal case in America is going on right now, and you probably haven't heard about it. The Attorney General of Missouri is a guy by the name of Andrew Bailey. There's a case going on. I'll just give you a quick update. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's Missouri versus Biden. It's about the Biden efforts to use social media to censor Americans. The case is going really, really bad for Biden's team. Andrew Bailey's been tweeting about it just about every day. The judge in the case asked the Biden administration if the First Amendment applied to Americans' right to say the 2020 election was stolen. The Biden team's answer? It depends. The judge also pointed out it seemed to be only conservatives targeted for their speech. He asked the feds if they could provide one example of a liberal who was censored due to misinformation. The feds provided only one example of a liberal being censored, and the person's a political opponent of Joe Biden. 
This ain't going well, folks. They asked him about inflation, too, the judge. He said, hey, can Americans talk about high inflation? Their answer there, eh, it depends. <laughs> you thought you had a First Amendment right? It depends. Look. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> it, de- it does. This is how, folks, we are turning more into China. Them not like us. This thing is totally backfired. Totally. We thought China would become more like us. We're becoming more like them. All right. I got a quick update for you. I got one of those moments. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so moments about the debt ceiling. Did I not tell you they were lying to you about something? Like, we just got to pay off our credit cards. That's all this is. We do. And I said to you, that's not what they're doing. They're raising the debt ceiling to borrow more money, not pay back the, I'm not paying back anything. Well, turns out I was right again. Always bringing the receipts. Last sponsor today, one of my favorites, We The People Holsters. Why am I showing you this? Because this is my actual We The People Holster for my Glock 43. Love this one. Listen, if you've carried concealed for any length of time, you know carrying even the smallest handgun, it can get uncomfortable with the wrong gear. Really uncomfortable. Most gun owners try to find the perfect holster to keep their guns at their sides without ever realizing that their, uh, that their cheap department store belt is probably the issue. Stick with gun belts from We The People Holsters. They're designed to eliminate your discomfort, keep you and your weapons safe at all times. Each one of their tactical gun belts are made to be comfortable, well-fitting, secure, and easy to access. Choose from their tactical gun belt with the proprietary talon buckle, buckles from Falcon Belt, Raven, Slimline Belt, or their Independence Gun Belt made from premium, full-grain leather. These are the best in the business. Go today. They have great T-shirts, too. You ever ask me where I get a lot of my T-shirts from, you see? From wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan, that's where. And get 25% off your gun belt with promo code Dan25. While you're there, pick up one of those patriotic tees. I have closets full of them. I think he's got one on now. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan25. That's Dan25. Check them out today. You won't regret it. All right. Remember when Libs told us this? And by Libs, I include people like Michael Steele. Joe knows well. Uh, Joe's a Maryland guy. He was a former lieutenant governor. But Dan, he's a Republican. (laughs) Sure he is. He's on MSNBC now pretending to be a Democrat. And he parroted the talking point, Corrine Jean-Pierre and others did uh, a few weeks back, telling us about the debt ceiling that, listen, man, this isn't about more money. This is about paying off our bills. And I said to you, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. We're not paying down the debt at all. We're raising the debt ceiling just like you'd raise a credit card limit to go spend more money. It's period. And liberals said, that's a conspiracy theory. Here's Michael Steele explaining to you how, don't worry, this is just about like paying off the credit card and stuff. I'll show you that they're full of shit like they always are. Check this out. But the overarching part of this about the responsibility we have to pay our bills. Yes, we can address spending. We know that's a factor. But this is not that moment. When, you're, when you owe your credit card company money, they're not talking about, you know, what, you, what you're going to spend next month. They're talking about what you've already spent. That's mm-hmm. what they want money for. So they want money for what, what you already spent? So, in other words, like you're calling the credit card company and asking for a hike in your credit limit to, to pay back what you owe to the credit, credit card? So you're borrowing money to pay, pay what, what? You're borrowing money from the credit card company to pay back the credit card money? What do you... What the hell are you talking about? Are these people on hallucinogenics? You're asking for more debt because you want to spend more money. Was this hard? Anyone out there, was this hard? Please, chat folks, was this hard to understand? 
Of course, for no sane people. But liberals, it's again, it's not that liberals like Michael Steele are stupid. It's that they think you're stupid. Axios, yesterday. The government will likely need to issue as much as $1 trillion in treasury bills over the next six months to return the balance to historical norms plus continuing funding day-to-day needs of the government. The big picture, outside of a major crisis like 2008 or 2020, this is going to be the largest issuance of T-bills on record, said Janady Goldberg, senior U.S. rate strategist at TD Securities. So, wait, 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 I thought they were paying, why, why are they, so they, so they are borrowing a trillion and more money to, to spend it, just like, just like we said. Listen, I love you all being here. We don't need to do it. Hey, look at me. You know why we don't need to do that? Because nothing I told you was even remotely insightful. Dan, why are you crapping on your own show? I'm not. I'm just telling you it's true. Nothing I said even required six or seven functioning brain cells. You want a hike in the debt ceiling to spend more money we don't have. Because if we had it, you wouldn't need to take on more debt. Is this freaking hard? How stupid are liberals? And now they hike the debt ceiling. And what are we doing? Issuing the largest issuance of debt in basically modern American history. Just like I says. Of course, they lie about everything all the time. All the time. Remember when they told us, oh, don't worry, man. Biden, you know, Biden, he wanted to negotiate the whole time and the Republicans screwed us over. And we were like, wait, you guys told us you didn't want to negotiate. And then when you got bottled into a corner, painted into a small corner, Then you said you want to negotiate and lied about the not negotiating. These people, I only play this because they are sociopathic freaking liars and they lie all the time. And I love calling them on their BS. Here, take a look at this about negotiations. We don't see any negotiation here. We don't see uh, anything that needs to be discussed. It's pretty simple and it's pretty straightforward. Uh, We believe that Congress has a constitutional duty to get this done. The president's stance on uh, negotiation stands, right, which is he does not believe as it relates to the debt ceiling uh, that we should be negotiating. We've been very clear. We're not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. He never came to the table to negotiate on the debt ceiling. That was not something that occurred. That is not something that's happening. We've been very clear. We're not negotiating around the debt ceiling. When you think about the debt limit, it is not negotiable. We should not be negotiating on the debt ceiling. There's no negotiation uh, that we will be having. The debt ceiling, it should be done without negotiation. There should be no negotiation. It should be done without conditions. We should not have to negotiate on this. Look, we've been very clear. We're not going to negotiate. We're just not going to negotiate on that. Now, Chuck in the chat says, hey, Dan, who's going to buy all these T-bills, all this new debt we're issuing? Because if the government's issuing debt, it's to get money. Hey, here's the T-bill. Give us money so we can spend it, right? Good question, Chuck. Because what happens if there's not big demand for your, your, your bonds or your treasury-denominated ins- uh, uh, instruments? What happens? How do people make money on this? The interest rate. If I buy a government bond and I think it's low risk, I'm willing to accept the lower interest rate. As we keep issuing more T-bills and government-denominated, treasury-denominated instruments, we're going to have to pay interest, which is more interest. So Chuck asked the right question. Who's going to buy it? I don't know. And if no one out there wants to buy it, they're going to have to keep paying higher interest rates. And how are we going to pay back all that money and those high interest rates? The answer is more taxes and more debt. All right. I got about... 
10 minutes left in the show, a little less. So I wanted to do it this week in liberal insanity. Haven't done it in a while. It's kind of a lightning round of stories of liberal stupidity. Um, you know, I'm fully behind, as you know, reparations in California. He had put together a little uh, thing for me there, him and Justin. I have a poster. You guys can download it. Uh, put You can paste it, paste it all over the city. Dan Bongino fully supports reparations. There's an asterisk in there, though, um, only for Democrats. And the reparations have to be payable immediately in cash. Uh, there's no IOU, nothing like that. No, you can't mortgage your house. Got to be payable in cash right away. We get all your property, okay? And it's only for Democrats. So I fully support reparations. I'm fully on board for this one, too. So. Um, Maybe we can, can we, can we do another side here? Eric Adams, mayor in New York City, floats the idea of New Yorkers housing migrants in private residences. Yes, yes. Dan Bongino supports. He supports fully. Talking about myself in the third person. I may run for president on this idea. What do you all think? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want to, <laughs> fact checkers will be going great. I'm not running for president. But maybe I'll jump in with Chris Christie this week on this idea. Here's the catch again. Only Democrats who voted for open borders candidates, and it should be done by force. They should be forced into their residence. Yes, you will take this amount of people because you wanted this. Then I'm all for it. Then I'm all for it. It's a great idea. Dan Bongino supports. We need some more campaign signs out there. Story number one. Story number two. Dallas, where we're on the radio, the great WBAP. Uh, Dallas apparently has gone fully woke now. Dallas, you're like, where? Dallas, uh, is that a little uh, little township outside of Chicago? No, no, Dallas, Texas, like the Dallas you're thinking of. Remember Dallas, the TV show, who shot JR? That, that was Dallas, right? Dallas is city council warning to workers. Use preferred pronouns or risk being fired. Let me tell you why this is not a bad thing. Wait, what? What are you, crazy? Well, the idea, of course, is ridiculous and communist and socialist and kind of fascisty too. You will talk this way or you will be fired. But it violates my strongly held religious beliefs. We will fire you anyway. Let me tell you why this is a great thing. Because the first person who gets fired is going to file a lawsuit and should. And I have absolutely zero doubt we'll win this case and we'll put an end to this once and for all. Folks, the fight was going to happen. The fight was going to happen. Yes, the idea is ridiculous, absurd, and it's about a 100% pure communism certified. There is absolutely zero chance it stands in court. So let's just get it on. Unless it depends. That's a good point. Joe, <laughs> Justin, you see Justin chiming in? Biden may go to court in the Missouri case and say, can they use the pronoun G, Zhao, Zhao? It depends. Yeah. It depends. It's a good point, Justin. I didn't really think of that. They got It depends is an answer to everything with the Biden administration. I need depends after dealing with the it depends Biden administration. Take it to court, man. If we're going to get it on. Let's just get it on. Let's just stop dicking around and let's just get this fight going. Here's another one. Just the news. Ireland weighs culling 200,000 dairy cows to meet climate goals, but says the decision is not final. Oh. Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, folks, I am a meat eater. I think that's fairly obvious. However, on a serious note, which is rare on my show, but when I mean it, I mean it. I am an environmentalist, but a real one, not like the left. God gave us his gift, right? animals, the earth, and we should respect it. We should use it. He gave it for us to use, but we should respect it. And yes, we eat animals and animals eat us, but we're the only conscious beings on this planet. Okay. Cows don't know they're cows. They don't go, Hey, look, my name is Johnny the cow. They don't do that. So we have a responsibility with these animals to be humane within reason. We have a responsibility. If we 
the smartest beings on the planet cannot figure out how dumb of an idea it is to become cow serial killers to stop them from farting or something. And I got to tell you, I'm not really sure that we're worth more than the cows at this point, at least the liberals who want this. I mean, this is like peak a-hole right here. Killing animals for... Where are the vegans on this? That's a good point. Is PETA going to speak out? PETA's actually been pretty nonpartisan in their criticism. But if they if they made a statement, someone send that to me in the chat or because they probably will say something about this. But where are the vegans on this? You're going to whack a bunch of animals? What are we going to do, burn them? Release cow methane into the atmosphere? Idiots. Finally, one last story. How many times I got to warn you about government health care? Ladies and gentlemen, there are two and only two ways to get medicine services and health care. You can price it or you can ration it. That's it. There's no other way. If you can tell me a third way to access resources, you will win the Nobel Prize in economics. Anyone? You can price the product, the pen, or you can ration them. That's it. When you don't have a functioning price mechanism, you get rationing, which turns into waiting lists because time is limited. The sun, crisis point. More than 18,000 people died in Scotland last year while waiting on their National Health Service waiting list. You want government health care here? Good luck. You better get your spot in that waiting list now. Well, you'll be one of those 18,000 plus that died in Scotland. Far, far smaller than the United States. Far smaller. That part of the uh, islands. Far smaller. You better get your spot on the list now. Well, you'll violate the number one rule of the Dan Bongino show, which is don't get dead. Man, that was a banging show. That thing just like felt like it started. How the hell did that show end so fast? Sheesh, man. I'm like a little disappointed. Got to go on the radio on a few too. 48,000 people. I love you guys. You made this live stream just an awesome experience. I know I say it every day. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but the best thing we ever did was go live with this show. It feels so great to talk to you all. Join us every day. Rumble.com slash Bongino, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We so deeply appreciate you being here. And please, if you would, click that follow button at the top of the Rumble.com page. We deeply appreciate it. Follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. And please spread the word if you can. We got a lot of people out there on social media spreading the word about the show. Thanks a lot, folks. You mean the world to us here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.